What's up, guys? My name is Joe. With me today, as always, Eric and Doug. And we got something a little different going on for you guys today. We got our first bonus episode. Hell yeah, we do. And it's not even a movie. It's yeah. not even a movie. Yeah, it's Masters of the Television Universe. Yeah. I guess we have to do these bonus episodes because it would be a lie otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to hold us accountable at some point, man. It'll happen, yeah. So so every once in a while, a TV show comes along that we really um, are enjoying and want to talk about, and we're just going to do those as bonus episodes. They may eventually, uh, I think they might become Patreon content. Yeah, that'd oh, be cool. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea, man. Like, we're going to give you the first one here for free just to get you hooked, and then, like, you know, it's like crack. Yes. It's just like crack. Speaking of which, we might have to do another show revolving around crack at some point in time, too. That depends on what kind of crack you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Doug, did you start watching Snowfall based on me and Butler's recommendations? I, I have not yet. I have okay. not shoehorned that one in. Me neither, man. I got to see oh. that. Okay, so it's an FX show called Snowfall, and it's about the introduction of crack into the United States. It's really fucking good. All right. I, uh, I we will get to it. Yep. yep. Um, so I figure when we do these bonus episodes, if, if we do a show that has more than one season, we'll just do an episode per season instead of like per episode of the show. Yeah. So that way, like, if we do like a four, you know, season TV show, then it'll be four bonus episodes because yeah. it's way too much to try to fucking do it all in one show. Oh yeah, no, we yeah, that'd be. I mean, I'm gonna have time. a hard enough time not breaking it down episode by episode of the show, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we, yeah, I think you have the right idea. We have to approach this as kind of like a, an overall sense of of what we dug about it, what we didn't like about it. Um, you know, there's definitely going to be standout moments from from certain episodes, um, especially that finale. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. Did we even say what show we're doing? No, I mean, we did didn't. we even say what show we're doing? <laughs> that's pretty. That's a decent Manzuka. That is man. actually like you. You got Manzuka's down pretty good. Yeah. Um, if, if the dude has a raspy kind of middle grumble, like grumbly voice, I can do him. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I can also do his voice. Well, <laughs> gotcha. damn, damn it. <laughs> Fell right into that one. Man. So we're, yep. we're going to talk about uh, Invincible, uh, Amazon Prime exclusive. And fucking A, I just got to say right out of the gate, I was excited to see that they were doing it. I was not let down by it at all as like a like an avid comic book fan and someone who read these books as they came out. Um, cause this is a fucking crazy comic. Yeah. I, I mean, it really is nuts. And, uh, it's, it's a Robert Kirkman jam. Um, that dude is, is swimming in, in his coins now, you know, Scrooge yes. fucking McDuck style. Yes, he is. But back when this came out, I mean, he was not as well known. It was this in the walking dead. They came out like right around the same time. Um, maybe this a couple months before walking dead and I was telling the guys before the episode started, when you'd go into a comic book shop during that that period, all the Walking Dead shit would be sold out. It would be like first printing, second printing, third printing sold out, and you'd be stuck with like some weird fourth, fifth printing cover that no one wanted. Yeah. Um, no one, no one touched this. Not no one, but this book just did not blow up in the same way. Like it wasn't as appreciated. Um, so to see it now, like getting its its time to shine, is really fucking cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect going into this. I oh, mean, neither did I. I figured out really quickly it was about superheroes in episode one, but I had <laughs> no idea what the fuck to expect. Well, so, like, like having no, you know, nothing to compare it to is also kind of cool. What? How would you describe it in, like, say, give me the elevator pitch like you want me to watch this show. All right, so imagine you like superheroes, right? Uh-huh. But George R. R. Martin was in charge of writing what happens to them. <laughs> I like that. That's perfect. Yeah. Yep. And and you like a lot of different voice actors? Yes. Oh yeah. Then you would like the show. <laughs> also, the, you like cartoons that are drawn like the boondocks. Like the <laughs> like the Because literally right. I'm watching I'm like, this looks like the boondocks, like exactly like the fucking boondocks. Yeah, it's old school animation and I think that I mean, you know, it's my you know, aversion to animation is well known at this point if you listen to this cast and, and just surprise me. But I had no problem with this one because it was old school drawn, you know, like you said, boondocks, but even going back further than that. I mean, it was almost like, you know, a high-end Scooby-Doo. Yeah. For me, well, it's also in that like sense. A, a touch of no, anime to it. In, in the animation style is what I'm saying, you know, where, yeah. where even like, you know, the lip movements aren't perfectly in sync with the words. And yeah, that's yeah. cool to me because that's what I grew up on. So I was able to like immerse myself in this much easier than, you know, some of the CG animated stuff. And, you know, you know, I know the content is good. You know, I, I just I have a hard well, time. This one is very distinct animation styles out there. And this like falls yeah. into that, that kind of like, like you said, old school, but it also has like a feel of anime to it. Like, like, yes, Japanese absolutely. As well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I was able to get like into it without having to overcome that that personal hurdle so that was one of the reasons i dug it and it's super fucking cool how they make it look like it's like real camera shots and shit even though yeah yeah Yeah. that's i was gonna touch on that too man yeah that's really like the the guy who originally cinematic it's super cinematic the cat who originally illustrated the comic is a a dude named uh, Corey walker and his art style is really distinct like if you see the way he draws people especially faces you could tell right off the bat it's him and you can see where they're trying to kind of like pay homage to that. Right. Like it's not, it's not a perfect like copy. They're definitely doing their own thing with it, but it's, it's a cool like visual nod to, to that guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the cut uh, cause I'm not a comic guy, so I didn't read the books, but you know, looking at the covers, um, you can, you can see, I can see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, you watch the first episode, you don't know what to expect. I I do know what to expect, but I kind of don't because, you know, these things, they they take a lot of liberty sometimes. So you yeah, don't know exactly yeah. what you're going to get. Um, I will say it was pretty faithful. They changed certain things and they moved certain storylines around and they lost certain shit that was a little, you know, cumbersome. Yeah. Um, but for you guys not having, like, an intimate relationship with the story... When you watched the first episode and you got to the ending where Omni-Man is kind of like his true nature is revealed, how was that, how was being in the room with you for that? Because that was a pretty yeah. fucking shocking moment. Yep. Well, I mean, for me, it it's the first show I've watched since um, Westworld where every episode has a, a what the fuck moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the first one, a, a true WTF moment. And that scene in, in this first episode was that for me. And that's like, I, I, I was like slack jawed. My jaw hit, hit my chest. <laughs> and I'm like, 
it, it, well, what the fuck? I mean, that's what I said out loud. You know, I'm by myself in the living room watching this thing, and that's what I said because I was completely blown away by it. And then, and then I knew. Then I was hooked. I was digging it up to that point, but then I'm like, all right, this show's got me because this yeah. is incredible. Well, I mean, at the end of episode one when that whole fucking twist happened, I knew that something was coming. I didn't really necessarily know what it was, but I knew there was something big that was behind it because that just doesn't fucking happen. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, too, like, this this show has a... They've already announced, like, season two and three and are happening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which is fucking crazy. Well, there's crazy. a lot of canon, canon to come. Yeah. But, but, like, there's so much weird story to pull from. Like, this... I'm telling you, this story gets fucking insane. Like, you think it's crazy now, and it is. <laughs> it just goes places that I'm so excited to see them, you know, fully realize like that. Um right. I mean, we're we're talking about like you know, in, in this first season, they explore like robots' sort of love for uh, Monster Girl. Yeah, and uh, the places that goes are really fucking super weird. <laughs> like I don't. Well, I mean, he I don't know to if they're gonna fucking Rexplosion, <laughs> baby Rexplosion. <laughs> he becomes baby which that's Rexplosion. totally not cool, bro. I mean, like you're doing some weird <laughs> shit to me, even young me, and I did some weird <laughs> shit to young me. <laughs> Uh, on that note, Jason Manzukis was the fucking perfect choice yeah, for that role. He really oh, was. Yeah. Like he just knocked it out of the fucking park. Like I wasn't expecting it to be him because I didn't. You know, I normally IMDb everything ahead of time just to see who's in it. And like when I heard the voice, I was like, no fucking way. It's <laughs> like no fucking way. <laughs> but then yeah. the worst part was because like of my other viewing habits of normal. Um, every time I'd look away from the screen and fucking Adam, Adam Eve was talking, I'm like, fucking shut up, Britta. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I know. Like, shut I know, up, Britta. exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. I watch Community so fucking much that, like, that voice just, like, to me now, just, like, oh, irrit- yeah. it's irritating as hell. There was no mistaking it. There no, and there was no mistaking it. No, I mean, that's all it is is Britta the whole fucking time. And a lot of uh, Walking Dead alum oh, in this tons. show. Oh, tons. Oh, yeah. Tons. Stephen Yoon, he, he was fantastic. Yeah. Like, he could be a voice actor. You know what I mean? Well, I mean like he, he is could do a that. Actor. <laughs> no, no, no. But You're like, like he could do it. I mean, he did it, but he can do it. Yeah. No, but so. I, I think I like Doug. I think is talking about like in a Mark Hamill kind of way, where it's yes. like nah, you do I, it I know you and I'm you just being a dick. Well, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't need to qualify that. Man. I'm just being a <laughs> dick, dude. It's cool. I mean, like great people be dicks all the time. You just gotta get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's like you know. You almost don't expect it because it's a hard skill, man. And and a good yes. actor does not a good voice actor make like. Oh know. no, definitely not. No. Yeah, he he just nailed like that kind of that night. Uh, I I don't know. He just he brought like a like a youthful kind of. Oh, absolutely. He was a teenage yeah boy. Like he he, yeah. he nailed that teenager in 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 voice and inflection and emotion and everything, and you know like with him. You, unless you knew it was him, you really you, there's yeah, no, no way you I could mean, have you pinpointed tell. him. You like you would not like his. It didn't sound like what you would think he would sound like when you try to like, right. remember him. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing is fucking J.K. Simmons for some reason sounds like John Goodman to me. The whole fucking time, like it's John Goodman. It's John Goodman. Really? Every See, time I, I heard the voice, really? I'm just like hearing John. Goodman. I mean, they have similar d- deep voices. I I I I understand where you're coming from. But, like I, mean, I knew yeah. it was him the whole fucking time, yeah. but like my brain just kept going back to John Goodman. Yeah. 
I was telling my wife, like, J.K. Simmons, if you like that fucking drum movie where he was just a <laughs> yeah. bastard, you'll yes. like this because it's almost the same character no, at some true. point. It's very true. Um, the, there's just so many fucking good characters in this show. It's fucking, I don't, yeah. know, I don't even know what to do. There's like, too many, like, good good character actors. Like, everybody's voices in this. Yeah. And then like, veteran voice actors besides all the, you know, all the, the, the TV and movie actors that are yeah, in Yeah, even fucking Walton Coggins playing Cecil. Yeah. Yeah, and he did great because he didn't sound like himself either. He didn't sound you like could Walt catch Coggins, bits, no. right? You could see, you could listen and hear it a little bit, but only because I knew who he was. Otherwise, I would have never pegged him as Walton Goggins. So you know, no. and then um, Mahershala Ali um, as Titan yeah. was great. Yep, and um, uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown's one of my all-time favorite like character actors ever. Oh yeah, and yeah, to have him in there as, as uh, Damien Darkblood. I mean, it was just so he was so good. He's just so good at anything he does. I just love that guy. And then oh. Seth Rogen as the as the fucking alien. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> Who's it? Alan the alien or Alan yeah. the alien? Yeah, and it's basically like his character from um, Westworld. <laughs> or not Westworld? I'm sorry, Future Man. Future, yeah, Future Man. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. I don't know. Why I was thinking Westworld, but that's another show we got to do. Future. I fucking love. That is a great show. That's a great, great show. Really uh, Michael is. Dorn was in this. Michael Dorn, really? I didn't even know that. Uh, he was the Battle Beast. Okay. Yeah, I was delighted to hear fucking Seth Rogen. <laughs> voice that character yes yeah and Um, and it was like you know small doses you know seth a little seth goes a long way (laughs) yes one of my favorite like cameos um in the whole thing was reginald val johnson because it was his high school and then he was the principal named winslow yes i was like i was like they couldn't have got more meta with that shit yep that was Um, great then the fucking drunk frat guy that was like i'm rich that's fucking um justin roland doing his as a rick sanchez voice yeah, that yeah. that Rick yeah. definitely bled out a little bit. That's yeah. the only moment that took me out of it. I was like, okay, he's. he's. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fucking Guardians of the Globe was basically the cast of The Walking Dead. Every one of them was The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, just a fucking phenomenal cast. I mean, and I think the I think the show would have been weaker had it not been for those chops. Oh yeah, because definitely. The, like you said, the animation is is good, but it's not like. I don't think it's visually groundbreaking. You know what I mean? No, like, and I think that was purposeful. I, yeah. I think they, they decided to go with that with that technique, and again, that's why it kept me, man. I loved it. One Although, of the other things I really liked, though, that I showed they were paying attention, is like each character had a different type of soundtrack that would come on when that character came on. Yeah. Like every time the 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 twins, the clone, the, what are the Mahler twins came on, yeah. They, yeah. it would always be Run the Jewels. Because like, yes. I, keep, I keep hearing LP, and then like I hear Killer Mike coming, and I'm like, oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, that's, that's a fantastic you know choice. Kudos to Amazon. I love watching stuff on Amazon because when you pause it, you can get all the actors that are oh, in yeah. that scene. And in in this case, they the even songs. had the songs. And, yeah, you know, because there were songs that I knew and others that I really had no clue. And it was great to be able to, to to check that out like instantly without having to dig for a soundtrack. Well, I fucking love Run the Jewels. In like LP, I've been listening to LP since like 2003, maybe or 2002. So like to hear, like just uh, his style is so fucking great. I love. Yeah. It. Yeah. Doug doesn't know about rap, though, so. No, I don't. We'll show you some Run the Jewels when you come down, man. It's uh, okay. It's really good. It's really good. Well, Doug, uh, you think you would love this because uh, LP's record label was called Definitive Jooks, and it's out of New York. It's a New York-based record label. Oh, well, that's got to be good. And he had a bunch of, like, <laughs> basically underground. They're, they're basically what nerd rap was before nerd rap existed. Uh, they were all okay. intelligent and, like, smart with everything well, I mean, they fucking uh, rap Listen, about. I've heard of Run the Jewels. I, I might not know well, the stuff, the but at least I've heard... That, that that's only because RJ sucks her dick on every episode. It just surprised me. 
And like, if you've ever watched a Cadillac commercial, you've heard the fucking song "Nobody Speak." Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I find hilarious because I hear. In every commercial, right? But the very first line of that song is, Picture this, I'm a bag of dicks, put me to your lips. (laughs) (laughs) They don't play that in the Cadillac commercial. Yeah, they cut it right. They cut it right there. I'm like, let it go on. I'm like, come on. (laughs) I love it. So, so, not to digress too far. (laughs) We're talking about bags of dicks here. Put it to uh, your lips. I am sick. I will punch a baby bear in his shit. Indeed. Indeed. But I mean, all right, so Invincible, I think right out of the gate before you watch it or know anything about it works because they do this thing that we love in culture, which is to take something you know and flip it on its head. And in this case, ultimately, it's Superman. And a lot yeah. of a lot of stories have done this sort of thing where, you know, what if you had Superman, but he was a bag of dicks? You yeah, know what I mean? mean yep, I feel like yep. Amazon Prime is really running the gamut on this with the boys and now this. Yeah, the boys yeah, is a great example true. of that, it's too. With the, like, you know. Homelander and Omni-Man are very similar. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are, but I would argue Omni-Man is, is taking things to a fucking whole nother level. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, Homelander is just a dick. Or he's, Homelander's he's, an asshole, but he's not 100% a dick. But it also <laughs> shows you the limitations of uh, you know live action versus animation. I mean, the yeah. things that yeah. they did in that last episode were fucking unspeakable. Yeah. yeah. Also, yes. Homelander like cares what people think about him, whereas Omni-Man doesn't. Well, yeah. See, Homelander is, is clinically insane, where yeah. Omni-Man is just born that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. he's entitled. Insane yeah. versus entitled. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. That... The Boys is another show we got to do. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, the boys is is, and that's again another you know, I love that they're adapting comics this way. We're gonna have the same conversation once you guys see why the last man when that finally comes out because they've been trying to make that for fucking ten years. Nice. And, and um, while I absolutely love it, we can never do the Boondocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that's no. we're just not we, we're not this NSFW on that. We one. can't we can't even play the clips. Yeah, yeah. so we don't have to <laughs> say so it bad. The Boondocks. So that's off limits. It. That's off. Yeah, that's not Speaking happening. of the worst character in the Boondock, Gary Anthony Williams was in this also. I love him. The first time I saw him was uh, 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 Harold and Kumar. Oh, well, I he was remember. How, he was in Malcolm in the Middle. He was the neighbor. Oh, right. He. That's true. That's Stevie, very true. Stevie's dad. Yes, mm. that's true. He was. He but was. also, um, he's Uncle Ruckus in the Boondocks, and Uncle Ruckus oh, is, is like the worst okay. character. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I mean, uh, yeah, no, we can't touch the Boondocks. Never mind. <laughs> no, so, I nope. mean, it's a pimp named Slickback. You say the entire thing, just like a tribe called Quest. <laughs> now you're making me want to go back and watch the Boondocks. The Boondocks again, is the, one of the best shows ever made. I know. It's but so we, we can't do it because it's so no. bad. No. But we can we can do the boys and yep. so like Invincible, ultimately the overall arc is your main character is Mark Grayson, he's the titular Invincible and he's the son of Omni Man who's like we talked about like this Superman like this mustachioed yeah. Yeah. Superman. I, and, I love uh, also like later on in that one scene everyone has a mustache, the same mustache. Oh. Uh, I'm, when they, when he starts in the very last episode, he starts telling the backstory of where they came from and shit. Oh and the, yeah, like, oh yeah, the yeah. Big yeah. reveal. Every one of them has a mustache, and I'm like, it's fucking yes. great. The vitro, vitro, what is it? Vitromite. Yeah, I didn't mean to digress there, but I didn't want to forget that. Viltrumite. I don't know. Viltrumite. It sounds like, a fucking, sounds like a vil- an expensive blender. I know exactly. <laughs> the Viltrumite five thousand. Yeah, it's like a planet full of cops. They it's like a mustaches. Big Locks Vitamix. Yeah. <laughs> 
they did draw like a very strong i appreciate the art on that mustache it's oh very, hell yeah that was glorious yeah. <laughs> i wish i had a mustache like that i know <laughs> shit's all patchy but uh yeah the the arc really of mark grayson throughout this series uh this season at least is um a kid who wants to be like his dad but can't because he doesn't have the superpowers and really it's just like in his adolescence gets them learns how to use them and learns that his dad is not who he thought he was and that's like a super powerful theme that runs through this thing um to say nothing of his poor mom like holy fuck right yeah really god damn that was some of the most brutal we'll we'll get to the most brutal shit but at least tied to it was hearing this guy talk about the way he viewed his wife who yes you have to assume you know was under the impression that they were deeply in love oh yeah yeah i mean he he flew to brussels and france and italy just to get dinner yeah yeah that's the coolest power ever by the way right (laughs) yeah it is but yeah like in in one episode uh in particular when his son is sort of pleading with him because you know it's all out in the open he's not who he thought he was and he's actually going to take this planet over and subjugate these humans to the will of his people and he turns out to be like this crazy fucking alien supremacist my favorite line i hope you say it's i hope it's the line you're about to say it might be he's he's pleading with him like what about mom like and he he says yep and he's really trying to get mark to understand this i think that's when it's the best t- line. It's the worst about, and like, best line at the same time. Yeah, like the strength of the acting on this show. This is what I'm talking about. Like you can hear in his voice. It's like I need you to get this, Mark. Like I think of your mother as a pet. As a yeah. pet. I'm like, like, holy fuck! And she hears him say it. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yep. God damn, that was brutal. Oh yeah, that was bad. But it was awesome. But it was bad. This is the worst line and best line at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it it really drives the point home that, like, this is not, um, there's, it's hard to find redemption for this guy. Because they're sprinkling these little moments of, like, he's about to beat his son to death, but he stops. You know what I mean? And he feels something tugging at him, and he's pissed because he shouldn't feel that. And, you know, that, that continues to run throughout the course of the story. I won't spoil anything because i'm sure they're going to use this as fodder for future seasons so you know we won't dig into like what becomes of him or what he decides to do or not do but um they introduce this idea that like maybe he's not as bad but he's pretty fucking bad (laughs) yeah yeah um all right so we talked about your your collective reaction to episode one did you guys were there like any slow ones for you or any that you didn't enjoy as much? I don't know, not really. I mean, it was just the fucking... the Mars the Mars one was still great, but yeah, I, I don't know. It I was guess. a little bit slower, but I I understood I, I, when I say it's a little bit slower. I'm not anyway like abusing this episode, but if yeah, you're looking yeah. for one, you know, but in a in a in an eight episode run like that. That's to be expected. You know, it's going to happen. But even that one was, like, great. So, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that was probably the weakest one for me, too. But that's just because, like, I'm I'm coming at it from comic book asshole perspective. I'm like, wait a second. Like, this issue comes way later. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like me watching Game of Thrones. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think they try to they try to fit a lot in in prep for future seasons, you know, because after that Mars episode, that didn't come up again till basically the you know, the last episode again. And and only in a sense that you know, they showed us this, the, you know, they showed what's going to happen more than anything. So, yeah, you know. All right. So the, the finale, um, this is the big showdown, obviously, between father and son. Um, and the tension throughout this, this series was impressive, you know, from the mother finding out uh, about what her husband did and, and finding this suit and taking it to to you know have uh, what i forget the taylor's name but he examines the blood like all of that hiding from him and art yeah yeah um i mean it it really uh, like i said i fucking i know the story and i'm watching i'm like oh god oh god he's gonna find out he's gonna find out like that's pretty artful to do (laughs) i see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) what i don't get though is if he's got the super suit that he doesn't want anyone to find because it's classified why don't you just like fly and throw it in the sun or something and get rid of it well, they kind of talked about that in the in the series. You know, it was, it was almost a notion that on some level, like, you wanted to get caught. I guess. Because then yeah. you can, like, reveal his master plan. Yeah, he doesn't have to hide it anymore. Yep. Yeah. And I, and that's true of, like, cheating spouses and shit. Like, like, that's something, you know, that they pull from, like, real life. You know, I mean, it's a pretty common thread. And to put it in a superhero story, it's like, okay, that makes it a little more, like... I don't know, digestible or relatable. Like this right. guy, you know, on some level wanted to get caught. Like that's yeah. a pretty universal theme, you know. So, um, but the finale, we got to talk about this fucking. Can't even call it a fight. <laughs> it's just no. a, a beatdown. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. It's absolutely awful. Um, it <laughs> it was kind of, it was like I said, we're we're watching something that's like maybe not the slickest animation ever but visually it was pretty fucking stunning man like oh like, hell yeah well the subway well, the subway oh, i was God. just gonna bring that up the subway scene is just like oh man like such a cruel notion you know what i mean yeah, that yeah. that I'll, I'll paint the picture for you know obviously like before you even started this episode spoilers yeah. out the ass i mean we've spoiled this thing to shit um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So this finale and this fight scene, um, you know, Omni-Man is kicking his son's ass all over the planet, you know, through buildings. And yep. like the issue that people had with the DC films and Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, where it was like this wanton destruction, you know what I mean? Like Superman yeah. punches yes. someone through a building and how many hundreds of people must have died? Um, they show that. Yeah. And yeah. graphic brutality. Yeah. And it is, it's hard to watch. It's, I mean, he, he, Nolan uses it as a learning tool. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, I mean, that Guardians of the Globe scene in episode one is like the fucking Red Wedding. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that reference and I haven't even watched Game of Thrones, but I have a, a brother who's <laughs> yeah. obsessed with it. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I agree, man. Like, it's just to drive the point home that these humans mean nothing and and like you said to use it as a, a teaching moment like he takes him down to the subway underground and he's almost unconscious like he's beat the shit out of yep. this kid 
and he's holding his head as a as an oncoming train is approaching and they just don't move and you know the character's name is invincible so they're damn near it as the train plows through them and the people on board they're just slicing through them like butter just yeah. just by virtue of standing still yep. and he is head first in intestines and blood and gore and women and children and nolan his father is just standing there like look like what fucking cruelty such a i mean such a powerful moment in that show to be like yes this guy's yeah. a dick or like when he fucking like is trying to catch the building and grabs the lady that's falling on the little girls there and then the building just crushes them and he wakes up with like her arm in his her hand. arm yeah oh, yeah or when yep. he saves the jet fly- pilot like goes all this crazy shit to save his life and then the dad just comes up and smashes his head right yeah right it's, it's insane like there was a lot of fucking death in the show oh yeah this is like an episode of metalocalypse honestly <laughs> which doug that's a show you would really enjoy okay I was going to say, I've never seen it, but with a name oh, like that. Oh, both of you. It's on Adult Swim, and it's about this fictional rock band, like metal band called Death Clock. And, like, they literally kill their fans, like, every show. They fans have to sign waivers to come in because they're going to die at the shows because, like, it's so brutal and dark and metal. Okay. Oh, you guys, seriously. I'm in. I'm in. I believe it's on Hulu because I think everything from Adult Swim is on Hulu. If not, it's on HBO Max. It's on one of those two for sure. I, but, watched, uh, I watched this and the boys, so... Uh, my metal is ready. Like I can handle oh, anything. <laughs> you will love this. Sh- if you like, like think of it this way. It's like a VH one behind the music with the most brutal band on earth. Like it's a cartoon. And, um, it's, it's the guy, Brendan small, like who did like, um, uh, uh, he's, he's been in like robot chicken a bunch and stuff too. But like, it's like this band, like it's like they're, it's like the the real life behind the band, but like the government's trying to like stop them because they're too popular and they're taking over the world and killing everybody and um, their music's too good. At one episode, they become like the lead singer becomes the governor of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a documentary then, and they're like, oh, a hundred percent. They're like, it's a hurricane. It's gonna destroy us all. Fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm in. Uh, it's such okay. a great show. Just like uh, you will love this show. It's like a Swedish death metal band. Your wife might even <laughs> like it, uh, Doug. <laughs> uh, now I just wanted to stop to recording and I see you guys go watch Metal Apocalypse. <laughs> 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 like think the words metal and apocalypse, and then just go metal apocalypse. <laughs> we'll report back in in twenty five minutes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we might have to just pause unless you guys yeah. watch an episode of this fucking show. It's so fucking great. Uh, oh hey, I just looked it up. 207 kills in season one. <laughs> of, um, Holy shit. Body count, Invincible, yeah. I uh, believe it, man. And that's on screen. Like, you know, they, they can't count, like, thousands that you don't really see yeah, yeah. <laughs> with city destruction. But oh, like Nolan destroying a planet? Like, that was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, you my know. God. All right, well, we're we're at about a half hour for this bonus episode. I think that's about the clip at which we want to keep these um you know uh, with that said final thoughts um i really really enjoyed this like i didn't know what to expect coming into it and uh, i know you guys both had talked well about it so i was i was excited for it honestly and um it did not disappoint are we doing like mini ratings because that's exciting well, you said final thoughts. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I figure final thoughts, mini rating, same thing. 
Same thing. I'm not going to play a three minute intro. Yeah, except there's no <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> Please no. Please no. Um, I, if I if I'm going to tell people watch it, yeah, go ahead and watch this. It's a good it's a good way to spend eight hours. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it's. I am excited and looking forward to season two. Yep. That's you know, that doesn't always happen. So I'm very excited about that on on a, on a extreme level. So I would highly recommend this one. I shouldn't have to say this, but again, I fucking treasure this season of television. Um, I'm so happy that it exists, that we live in a world where they're adapting like some kind of deep cut, you know, not yeah. just Marvel and DC shit. Like it's it's really exciting to see, and they did such a good job. Go watch it. Um, of course, you've already watched it. Who who am I kidding? Um, but get on deck for season two. And like I said, if you like this and you like the boys, look out for uh, a show called Why the Last Man. Now, it's up to you. If you want to read the comics first, you can do that. It's one of the greatest modern comic series ever put on paper. Or if you want to go into it and get surprised, like, uh, you know, with Invincible, that's fine, too. It's going to be great. But, uh, yeah. real, Real quick. Based on what you just described as, as, you know, a genre and what people that like this genre are looking forward to, do not watch Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that yet, but... Um, oh, God. It's, uh, it's I'm not I heed that warning. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. I mean, I made it through the eight episodes, but it's not good. Uh, I did not uh, see that. Yeah, it's, it's not good. It, it, it only came out Friday, yesterday, so... Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna weigh this down with that. But that's just a quick recommendation. So we love this thing. It's it's yes, uh, we do. It's universal. Uh, we're all in agreement. Go check it out. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. I think that's it. <laughs> Go I watch love, it. Yep. I love our anticlimactic endings. It's like so. Uh, yeah. 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 Go uh, ahead. Watch it. It's yep. like ending <laughs> a, a a vote conversation, not knowing what to say. Uh, you say goodbye no you you say goodbye come on no you say goodbye all right well with with that uh until our next bonus app you know what we're gonna do a bonus episode we've been saying this for a while that this is our first one Uh, i know there's at least a few coming down the pike one of them's gonna be my terrible short horror film at some point um one of them's gotta be the boys that's been established here so hell yeah Look for those. It might be a Patreon thing. If it is, give us that dollar a month, man. Like for this, yeah, a dollar. On it. Come right. on, man. But uh, that's uh, I. I'll get that plug in. Uh, oh, you know what we should do? We're gonna change up the ending. Lights. Camera. Fuck off.